Welcome to Unplanned Potency, episode 10. And before we start the episode, I just wanted to mention our gaming channel that came out this week. It's called Potency Plays. It's going to serve as bonus content for the regular podcast. It'll come out on Wednesdays along with the normal episodes. You can go there, check out me and Chris playing a random game, and... Uh, In addition to that, there will be more footage of whatever game we decide to play on the YouTube video of the normal episode for the week, and that'll be on our regular Unplanned Potency YouTube page. If you want to check that out, go to gaming.potency.com, or just go to unplannedpotency.com and click the link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Unplanned Potency, the only podcast on the internet that you happen to be listening to right now. Chris, do you know what episode it is? Uh, I think this is episode 62, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Always wrong. Always, Always wrong. wrong. I can't Always be wrong. right Chris if, is I was, <laughs> <laughs> if I was right, this wouldn't be Unplanned Potency. Exactly. No, Chris, it's episode 10. We made it to <gasps> the double digits. How Are about you serious? That? Is this episode 10? Yeah, this is episode 10. Whoa, I can mind. tell that Chris is actually surprised right now because Chris <laughs> Chris and I have tried to do so many things together and we almost always just they we, we just give up eventually. And the fact that this made, that we stuck this through to double digits episodes is is actually pretty impressive. This is not the longest project at this point, but it is probably the one that has had the most fruit for the labor. Yes. Oh, oh, most definitely. Yes. This is I think this is the only one like anybody else has actually seen a finished product. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. Um yeah, it is cool. But uh before we get started, unplannedpotency.com. If you go to unplannedpotency.com, there's a merch store, there's some more information about the podcast and you'll find our social medias. And since this is episode 10, I thought we'd try something a little bit different than we normally do. So uh I kind of like it when I listen to podcasts and the people that I'm listening to give a little bit of unrelated introduction and some back and forth before they actually get into the topic. So I figured we'd talk about what we did this week. I honestly, though, didn't do a whole lot this week. Um, (laughs) I did some work for school. I watched some TV. I mowed the lawn on Tuesday. I sat in on the Discord recording of Don't Look Under the Internet. That's a podcast. It's a friend of this podcast, and they gave us a shout-out over there this week. So super appreciative of that. If you haven't already, go check them out and join their Discord. I'm probably, like, unhealthily active on their Discord, so (laughs) if you want to talk to me, that's an option. With that, uh, Chris, I think you had a big life event this week. Well... I I did, but I think it's important that while we're filling people in about our lives, that we know uh, that you are in school, but you are not uh, of uh, a young age. Oh, yeah. I'm not in high school. (laughs) You're you're not in high school. You're not in your early 20s. You're getting your master's degree. I'm getting my master's degree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And what are you getting your master's in, Matt? Cybersecurity. Cybersecurity. He's going to be a hacker man. Hacker man, preventing hacker man. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Got to ha- hack the hackers. Got to backdoor their backdoor. Whoa. <laughs> and, hey, man, that sounds like a good hey, time getting people's backdoors. Like a good time. Oh, yeah. No lie. Um, and you said you mowed, which 
Uh, people who mow typically have lawns, uh, which means you probably have a home and not an apartment. But who else has a home now is, is me. <laughs> what a fucking segue. I, I did want, not know where that was going. I, I was like, is Chris segue. just going to ask me about my lawn? Yeah, yeah like, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't want to like, use your segue, so uh, I wanted to segue it <laughs> a different way, apparently. Yeah, so you have a home, you have a house that uh, you purchase, and I have also now purchased a house. Um, that was my big thing happening since the last episode. I am now in a new location. Uh, things are in different places. I am now living on my own, which has been wild. Um, so not only am I now living in my own house that I own, uh, I'm 100% by myself, you know, um, I've lived in apartments with girlfriends and, uh, you know, you, you live with your parents growing up and as you get older, you move around and you probably have roommates and stuff throughout a, a big chunk of that. And if you're a normal person, you might get married or something and, or <laughs> have a girlfriend that you move in with. And, uh, well, that's not the situation I'm in. Uh, I have chosen to buy a house on my own so now i'm just in this place by myself and i'm just getting to do things uh without any interruptions which is just crazy the space is all mine uh there's just no one to tell me nah you know what this is my shit in the fridge this is your shit in the fridge (laughs) you can just do whatever i can just do whatever the fuck i want it's crazy as long as you don't make noise like nobody's gonna come bother you. I mean, you know how much noise I'd have to make to actually bother someone. Well, yeah, yeah, you can make <laughs> as much noise as you want, as long as it's not enough to disturb someone in the next house over yeah. through their walls too. Yeah, it, this is a wild experience for me. A wild experience. Um, yeah, no, no girlfriend to be like, mm, you can't have that here. That's not. I don't want that in the front room. There's none of that. <laughs> There's none of that. I just have shit wherever I want, and it's fucking cool as hell. Um, you can just piss all over the toilet and then just be like, you know what? I'm going to clean that up later and I'm walk away. Up later. And that, that actually that actually leads me into a mini story. Uh, I have one and a half baths. Uh, off the master bedroom, there's a half bath. Go out into the hall. There's another bathroom with a shower. Oh, well, I moved in. I was like, I can just I can just walk around in the in the buff if I want. So I yeah. I went to the half bath, uh, took a piss, walked out of the half bath, fully nude, into the full bathroom, left the door open, took a shit in the other bathroom, <laughs> and then got up, took a shower, and I was just like, I can just do this. This 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 is just this is awesome. This is freedom. So totally free. It's free real estate. <laughs> free real estate, for baby. Your dog. I, I'm I I have been having a great time just being by myself. Um, it, it's been really cool. Um, but being by yourself also has some downfalls. Uh, there's no one fucking around. Uh, when shit starts to go sideways, and <laughs> um. Yesterday, I uh, had, a, had a bit of an issue. So the previous resident uh, left their internet active and I was using it uh, up oh. until yesterday um, yeah. when the ISP was supposed to come out and hook up my internet, which was really kind of the previous resident to uh, leave the internet running for four days for me. Uh, they didn't have to do that. And I, yeah, I really appreciate them doing that. 
But uh, the ISP cut off their access at 6 a.m. And they weren't coming out to activate mine until 5 p.m. And I work remotely, so I need internet. And I had no internet. Uh, so I wake up and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> they cut off the internet. I can't worry. I have no way of contacting my boss. And I have some other stuff going on in life where I need my hours off to address other things. But um, I text my sister. I was like, holy fuck, they shut off my internet. <laughs> and she's like, all right, why the fuck did they do that? And I, you know, I met, we got into a little bit just talking and she's like, do you see Xfinity or Xfinity Wi-Fi on your Wi-Fi? And I was like, yeah. She was like, here's my credentials. Log in. Use it. Thank God to my sister. I was able to work uh, <laughs> mm. on <laughs> Xfinity Wi-Fi. But while I'm dealing with this, you know, while I'm texting my sister, again, I had just woken up out of bed to, to work. When I wake up in the morning... I don't do a whole lot. I I have already made my coffee the night before. It's in the fridge. I oh. I, I like cold you drink coffee. It cold? Yep, okay. I like cold coffee. It's um, like you just microwave it. Just no, drink it room I, like, temp? I, I like cold coffee with ice. Uh, yeah, for some reason, cold coffee, like iced coffee, hadn't occurred to me at all. <laughs> uh, it's it's. Oh, we could talk about iced coffee because I love iced coffee. That's the way I prefer it. But uh, I I get up, I I take a shit, brush my teeth, drink my coffee. I don't get dressed. I don't have to. I live alone. <laughs> this is a new thing. That's true. I just don't That's get true. dressed. I just, I work remote. I just, I'm just in the buff. But I had brushed my teeth. I had taken the shit. I had gotten my coffee, but I had no internet. I'm texting my sister. And this house has a security system. And when you open a door, mm. it goes beep, beep. When you close a door, it goes beep, beep. Any door? Any door that the security system's on. Not the inside doors, but the outside okay. doors. Okay, I was like, that's annoying. No, just the, the the doors to the outside. Okay. So it's just it's just small little beeps when you open and shut outside doors. Well, I'm texting my sister, and I'm in the I'm in the buff, and I hear beep beep. beep oh no! Beep 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 beep. Oh beep, no! Beep beep. I thought someone was breaking into my house. I thought the security system was at going like eight off o'clock in the morning. At eight o'clock in the morning, I. My fucking shoulders tense up. My entire body tenses up. I'm like, I okay. So I have my gun, but I don't have any ammo for it. I hadn't gotten gotten the ammo. Uh, I ha- have no weapons available to me besides like, <laughs> like a uh, fucking curtain rod. And I was just like, I guess I'm going to beat someone down with a curtain rod if I have to, or <laughs> wrestle them naked. Like I was, I was like, this is where I'm at now. I walk out of my fucking room and I had it hooked a Roomba up the night before and it <laughs> was beeping. No. Yes. No. It, it was the Roomba turning on for the first time. Oh my God. Bro, I went and I tell you, I about shit myself. And uh, that's been the big event in my life. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have assumed the same thing. It was terrifying. I mean, you may just be able to run at them naked. That might be. Yeah, I guess. I just so who's to... breaking into a house at eight o'clock in the morning? Exactly. I guess... <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? My <sighs> brain, though. My brain was like, "You're alone, man. You're alone and in the nude. Someone's coming in. <laughs> You're ready. Fuck <laughs> shit. Fuck shit. Madong. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
since you moved into a house this week, yep, uh, that means that you're familiar with the process of moving. I and <laughs> intimately, yes. Um, that brings me to our topic for the week. Oh, which is would you move into the metaverse? Would I move into the metaverse? Would you move into the metaverse? Well, would you so move the, into the metaverse? And would the audience move into the metaverse? Would the audience move into the metaverse? <laughs> <laughs> this has been Unplanned Podency. Let us know. <laughs> Your participation is required for the next episode. See you in number 11. <laughs> no, it's a tale as old as science fiction. Yeah. Uh, like Virtual Worlds, The Matrix. Uh, we've Tron. probably all seen some sort of movie or TV show about it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's been in the news a lot more over the course of the past year or so because of NFTs and VR kind of sprouting its legs and uh, Facebook doing the meta thing. And I move in and seeing some of that stuff online just got me thinking if you were given the opportunity to just have your brain hooked up to a machine where you could live in some virtual reality and it's just as good like the sensory and everything is indistinguishable from reality you don't you don't really perceive it as being in vr it is as good as it's like the matrix basically okay there's a lot of questions there's a lot there's so many questions that go along with this my first question is what happened to my body do I get what to choose? To- do I get to choose what happens with my body? Or does it just um, disappear? So, I mean, what do you think? Let's build out the situation, I guess. If you okay. think... I think eventually if we grow the technology for this, or develop the technology for this, I guess you don't really grow technology, but who knows? You might mm, be able to grow might. technology eventually. I think eventually, if we develop the technology for this, this is going to be a program that you can enroll in, where you can just be like, I want out of my normal life, here's some way to pay for this, I want you to just hook me up to this. And I think what they would probably do, I would have to assume that they just keep you attached to your body, and then they hook into you, and they just keep your body alive with IVs and stuff. Okay, that's going to cost a lot of money. It is going to cost. That's going to cost work. so much money. It will initially, but like everything, it'll get cheaper over time. Yeah. And maybe there will be programs for you to be able to pay for this. Like okay, okay. So obviously, maybe if you're just super wealthy, you can just be like, "Here's five million dollars or something. Just hook me in and take care of my body for the rest of my life." Right. Or Maybe there's programs where you can do something like work in the metaverse that would make money. Because that's something that we're sort of starting to see now with NFT games and metaverse projects now. where Which we can debate the ethics of that and we can debate whether that's actually a good thing or whether it makes for good gameplay experiences. And I'll say right now, by and large, I'm against those kind of projects. I think they're... Uh, predatory Mm -hmm. I think that they ruin the spirit of video games and that's probably a whole nother podcast in and of itself Yeah, but let's say maybe there was a way that you could just hook up and you can pay off your debt in the metaverse some way in some way that's more fun than a normal job 
Okay. I, I have trouble uh, envisioning what a more fun way is, but let's it, it, let's say that exists. And so pretty much anyone's able to just jack in, like right, get a get a plan going. You, yeah. they're going to take care of your body. You're able to get in. Okay, that's that's cool. So I assume when my body dies, I'm going to have brain death. And they're not going to just, like, preserve my brain or to, like, keep it in the metaverse, right? Yeah, I don't think you're going to live any longer in this situation okay. because your brain, your body and your brain are eventually going to break down by natural processes no matter what you're hooked up to. Okay. Unless they can, like, convert your consciousness into some sort of... But that's a whole nother leap in technology that okay. we could talk about. But, fair, yeah, fair. let's assume that, yeah, your body and your brain live as long as they would have anyhow. Okay. So... Body's being taken care of, and I assume it's being well taken care of. It's it's not just gonna like dwindle and like rot away. It will live its natural life expectancy, because again, that's gonna take other advances in technology. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can take care of people in comas, right? People who are in comas wake up and like their their muscles have atrophied and stuff, and but like they can eventually. Typically, they can regain function of their bo- their body with physical therapy and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, there's a lot of issues that come with just laying in bed. Like you said, muscles atrophy, but there's also like bed sores. Yeah, somebody's going to have to like flip you around. Like, like you're going to have to you're going to have to have like an attendant that is like yeah. looking at you every half an hour or some shit. Um, yeah, they're going to have to have staff who work in these big data yeah. centers or whatever, like taking care of the the bodies. Yeah. Okay, so assuming my body lives out its natural lifespan and mm-hmm. I don't die because of not being properly taken care of, then would I enter the metaverse? If the metaverse is indistinguishable from reality mm-hmm. and working is more fun in the metaverse, then I don't see a reason not to other than reproduction that is like Hmm. the limiter for all humans just being like into the metaverse everyone into the pool uh reproduction is is the big thing there because okay you mean like societal like yeah this is a societal problem not a you problem right yeah no this is is a societal problem everyone can't just jump in because someone's got to be making babies Um, right that that needs to occur to keep the species going well, in this hypothetical situation in my mind, not everyone is. Sure. This is an opt-in program. Sure, sure. Uh, on on a individual level, I mean, yeah, if the sensations feel exactly the same, if it's just like tingling your nerve endings, just like reality would, then yeah, absolutely. Um, because uh, I don't plan on having children uh, currently. I mean, maybe that'll mm-hmm. change, but as of this moment... I don't plan on having children, so uh, any any experiences just for the feeling. Uh, I have, <laughs> you know. What I, if the graphics are just like a little bit worse? Uh, just a little bit, not not like not like ooh. <laughs> I'm in the <laughs> not like it's not. It doesn't look like Skyrim. Like it looks almost like reality, except it's just like ever so slightly grainier or something which eventually i think you just adjust to it honestly yeah i don't i don't know what a slightly worse version of reality looks like like that's hard to imagine 
Like try to imagine a, a like a one or two percent degradation on your vision of reality. Yeah. That's hard to it's hard to picture because yeah, I mean, I mean that's just like your eyes getting worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean in reality that has already happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> through my life, right. my eyesight has gotten worse. Or just like every once in a while, like the Matrix, there's just a little bit of wonkiness. Like you see the corner of a building and it's just not quite right. Like the textures don't quite <laughs> line up or something. <laughs> uh i mean yeah that that would be okay just a little bit of misalignment on a texture every now and then they and then it's just like and it fixes itself yeah no that'd be cool that's yeah, my, fine minor glitches that'd be actually that would be kind of dope yeah that'd be entertaining really. as hell just like oh reality's fucking up again <laughs> <laughs> bill you'll never guess what i saw on the way to work this morning there was this dog walking down the street and all of a sudden its ass was its face and then it fix itself <laughs> funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> the thing is it did it mid poop <laughs> <laughs> it's just throwing up shits <laughs> yeah no man that would be i don't see a downside to it and if if i get to pick the kind of reality i'm going to that seems like a no-brainer to me yeah. because when you're talking about diving into the metaverse Right. And choosing a new reality. There are going to be, when this launches, there are going to be so many people just just building universes. Because I would assume if someone is, because there's going to have to be a money-making situation going on. So if a person right. is in your universe, you're going to get a certain percent of the funds that are used to keep them alive or whatever there's going to be some exchange Ooh, so this is like you're imagining a situation where people can create their own reality and other people can come visit it well i, I i'm thinking like uh, things like facebook things like google there's they're going to want people in their universe to make more money okay what if this is what if this is actually a non-profit thing and the reason that this is being done is because Actually, you know what? No. Before before we get into that, okay. let's continue along that trail. Okay. Let's assume let's assume that this is some sort of corporate money making thing. Like that let's assume this is the Facebook version of what this would be. Okay. Yeah. If, if uh, this if this was to come into existence and there were multiple companies working working on a multiverse or a metaverse and contributing to a thing where people could like jump around and experience different shit. There's going to be companies like video game companies making experiences that you right. would go into. And that would be dope as fuck. And now we're yeah. we're in like the sword art online oh, uh, yeah. kind of stuff where like now you're in a fantasy world and you can do all these sweet fucking moves and like unlock shit and like live a full life. I think that would just be the bombest fucking shit ever. I would take okay. I would take that. I would take that 100%. Yeah. So you don't have cuz a lot of people I think would just have a gut reaction where they'd just be like, "No, I want to live in reality. I want to feel what's real and stuff." If it feels uh, the same. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree with you. And I think I think I would do it too because I think that there is just if everything is the same, you're still living, you're still experiencing things and you are just there are just more possibilities yeah. basically they yeah. they say that there are infinite possibilities in our universe and while that may be true here on earth the yeah. number of experiences that you can have within a time period 
are right. limited. Yes, at some point in human history on Earth, knights and castles and those kind of like medieval fantasy style wars happened to a right. degree, but that's not happening now. I can't experience that outside of like LARPing, but in, in the metaverse, like that I could experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think from a philosophical standpoint, um, I agree with you. I don't think, I don't think that there's really any reason for me to keep myself here and not plug in for the sake of just experiencing reality over experiencing some false reality. And I think the same argument can be made and has been, like this has been discussed a lot with people who just spend all their time playing video games online. Mm -hmm. And people look down on those people because they think that they're not really experiencing life or they're not out there in reality doing things. And I think, honestly, the reality of that situation is if that person's getting fulfillment from that, then there's nothing there's nothing less real about what they're doing no to be honest and let's be let's be completely honest there is if you are sitting on your couch watching a football game or watching like top chef and Mm. like that's what you do at night like after work and you're throwing judgment at someone who's playing video games after work realistically they're probably experiencing more than you oh 100 percent. i would so much i'm so i'm glad that i spent most of my teenage years and like my tween years and stuff playing world of warcraft and things like that and meeting people online and talking to people and having experiences Mm -hmm. with friends online and not just coming home and watching movies or like reading books or something which there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do but i absolutely think that you can you can have memorable and meaningful experiences in a virtual space. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, honestly. Um, I think, yeah, I think if you want, if you think that your life is going to be better by plugging in and you don't have any interest in sticking around in the meat space, then fucking go for it. Yeah. Um, and I think I probably would too. Now, here are the two places where I think that gets a little fuzzy. Okay. And the first one is the advancement of society. So All right. everyone can't plug in Correct. to the, the metaverse and just stay there because something has to stay behind and take care of everything. Yes. And the other thing about that is if most people are plugging in, at some point, it, it depends on how you feel about the advancement of humanity and what that means to you. Because if, if most people are just plugged into this machine and they're not really progressing towards anything, then humanity has really just kind of reached its peak at this point, right? This is, this is the humanity singularity. Because yeah. unless this machine is improving or there are people imp- finding ways to improve this machine, which... And realistically, I don't think that's going to be the case because if it's gotten good enough that most people find this reality acceptable over their normal lives, there's not much improvement that can be made. So my question then becomes, is it amoral for everybody to plug into this machine and just accept the singularity of humanity or would the moral thing to do be stay unplugged and try to figure out where 
humanity should go in the physical space, whether that be to other galaxies, to explore the other things in the universe that we hadn't gotten to yet. I think what you would find is that mainly governments would not allow everyone to be plugged in. I think you would find that there are going to be people who are allowed to and people who aren't allowed to. For, For instance, let's take someone who is a developer, someone who develops code for a company. If their job, and now we're going to have to rework things a little bit, where you're now participating in the real world from the metaverse. If your job job is to code for an application uh there's no reason you couldn't do that from the metaverse you're you're living in your cottage in uh, on mars and you're right. you're coding for a company you, it's you're still online yeah. you can send it to people if you work remotely you could do your job from the metaverse yeah. it's working from home but working from the metaverse right so. exactly yeah. it's the same thing but if you're the kind of worker who is required to be on a location Say you're a plumber, say you're a mechanic, something like that. Yeah, the people who are physically building the spaceships. You're not going to be able to do that in the metaverse. And I think if if we reach this point, governments or some part of society, I, I don't know exactly who, there's going to be some regulations coming down being like, look, if, if the way you contribute to society is already virtual, hmm. you can be in the metaverse. That's fine. Yeah. If the way that you okay. contribute to society is physical, then you can go to the metaverse, but you can't live there. You can plug but in, experience it like a video game. Like you can like, get a metaverse visa. Yeah, yeah. You can go. You can go home at night after your job. You can plug in. You can jerk off to some like seven hundred titted spider on Mercury <laughs> if you want. That's your deal. But you got to wake up in the morning and go to work. But maybe those people's experiences isn't quite as vivid. Because I think my initial premise for this was that once you plug in, you can't unplug. Okay. So it would be more like a VR type thing. So, yeah. So you're saying the people who are just visiting would have like a VR, more of a VR experience. Yeah. Yeah. I however people are plugging it if it's like a matrix thing where they're like jacking into your brain realistically that's a lot harder to remove than the matrix probably makes it look um yeah so if yeah if they're like implanting shit into your cerebral cortex yeah 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 like ripping that out without doing some damage is probably gonna be probably pretty tough so you know if if you're the kind of person that has to do physical labor Maybe they have helmets that like have like nodules that can go all over your head and it can give you some kind of experience, some kind of physical right. sensation, but it's not like reality. It's right. a different kind of sensation that you can feel, but you know, it's not as vivid. It's not the same. It is a simulacrum of the experience that you can right. enjoy like a video game. I think that would make sense. Um, but yeah. It, at, when when you're when you're thinking about this, at least fifty percent of the population could not be in there, right? At least fifty percent, because the other fifty percent are going to have to take care of them. Because each person's going to require a lot of care. Maybe not a one to one type deal. I don't think it's going to be one to one. I don't think it'll be anywhere near one to one. Honestly, I don't know, man. Uh, I think in it's this, not going to be one to one, but I think it's going to be like one to three, one to five. I think in this situation where it's almost where this scenario is where this scenario is open to almost anyone, 
I think it's going to be extremely efficient. Okay. And you're really not going to have to have that many people just taking care of people. Like like we said, obviously there's going to have to be some people, but I'm envisioning a situation where there's like one person for every 1,000 people. Because there's going to be, there's going to be automated like sensors and alerts and stuff that one person can look at a screen and be like, oh shit, body number 3,528 is experiencing some sort of issue need to go check that one out okay so, so if 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 medical technology advanced at the same rate for us to go into this metaverse then yeah the numbers could be a lot lower because currently with like nurses and stuff taking care of people in hospitals you can only they can only take care of so many people because they have to wash their bodies they have to flip them over they have to like inject them with medicines yeah. do all the feeding and stuff like it's a lot of work to take care of a human body that can't move um yeah. so if technology advances and we've got like machines flipping people like pancakes and like dunking them in baths and shit like that <laughs> then yeah uh, uh the numbers could be a lot lower i suppose I, I guess that that makes sense um then the big restriction is going to be labor and reproduction i mean i think the question that I asked, like, is it amoral to oh, right. <laughs> for most people to jump into the metaverse? I think the answer to that is really that it just doesn't matter. Because honestly, most people, most people, and this isn't to, I mean, I'm one of these people. If most people just stopped doing their job and didn't have a reason to do their job anymore, it wouldn't change big advancements in technology or continuation of the human race. And when I, I mean, there's a very small subsection of the human race that is actively participating in development and research that is taking humanity to the next steps in history. Okay. And that hasn't always been true, obviously. Like, manual laborers and stuff, manual laborers and stuff are still and have always been important. And they were more important back when manual labor got shit done, like large-scale wars and stuff like that. But now we're at a place in society where advancement largely comes from building rocket ships, theoretical physics, um, stuff like that. And honestly, 90% of the population isn't doing that. 90% of the population is either working a day job at a retailer, which is selling clothes or food or house supplies or stuff to other people who are working nine to five jobs at some other place that mainly exists to serve people who are also doing those types of things. And in the end, really, if you just took 90% of those people and hooked them up to a metaverse, their jobs, it wouldn't matter. I just don't think it would matter because the disappearance of one gigantic group of people will negate the need for another gigantic group of people and so on until you're really just kind of left with a small subsection of humanity that's actually taking people to Mars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? So, I, so, yes, I agree with you. There are a small number of people that are actually doing the research that advances humanity. There is a larger the amount of people, though, that are required to execute those changes. There are a larger number of people still 
that are needed for those people to do their jobs. So, for example, if someone invents a new technology, the 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 buttfucker ninety seven that can turn <laughs> people's buttholes into like gold, golden rings. Mm-hmm. It takes a butthole, converts it into golden rings. Cool. New technology. Has it worked? Don't know. Don't care. It exists. Someone invented it. Now okay. someone has to build it. Okay? okay. Now you need engineers. You need the kind of people that can actually like physically execute that build. Uh, now you need manufacturers that can actually build those parts. The Because that's going to take laser precision shit to be built you're gonna need miners to mine that ore for those parts you're gonna need production lines to move that stuff are all the people needed no most people's jobs exist because people exist you know what i mean yeah like jobs that largely benefit society like people who work in restaurants and things those jobs really only exist or only exist on the scale that they exist because society exists yes and if you scaled down society by 90%, there would suddenly be a dramatically reduced need for those jobs. I, I guess my point is, I think there are a larger amount of people that are needed for advancements in technology than, uh, you know, just a couple hundred people in the world. Because, like like I said, that ore has to be gathered. Those parts have to be made. They have to be shipped. Like, those people while not directly contributing, are required for those advancements to actually get done. I guess, but, like, you don't need... You don't need massive production lines if you're not making a million CPUs for iPhones. But you still but you still have to have a way to produce a processor if you need a processor right. for the advancement of a piece of technology. Yeah, but you probably don't need thousands of people to run that production line. No. You do if you're making millions of chips, but right. if you're only making one for every, you know, if you're only making five space shuttles this year, then you don't need a gigantic factory. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there are still, there's still all the, all the same parts are still required though. All those are the same jobs to get yeah. the ores and all that shit, those all those positions are still required. It's just like you said, it's less of it. So yeah, but there's like what six, seven billion people on Earth. I think even if you just take ten percent of those people, you've still got enough people to do all those jobs. I'd bet on it. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, there there now, are a lot of fucking people. And if you're only if you're only building a minimum number of things, then yeah. The the one thing that I would see having a, needing a lot of people for those types of jobs is like you're gonna need replacement parts for the machine that's running this gigantic metaverse thing. Yeah. So there's gonna have to be a fairly large workforce behind that, but I still don't think it's gonna be in the order of millions of people. Yeah. A lot of a lot of things can get trimmed down, but a lot of the jobs that exist that are not service level jobs are still going to need to exist in a scaled down version. Yeah. Miners will still have to exist. You can't get around yes. that. You need ore. Right. <laughs> welders, there's yeah. still going to have to be welders. There's still going to have to be these kinds of people because they're yeah, still going to have to be cooks and they're still going to have to be cleaners and they're still going to have to be yeah every job basically every job that exists right now is still going to have to exist in some capacity but yeah in a far 
trimmed down version. Yeah. If you've yes. got 10% of the people to serve, you may only need 10% of the people to do it. So, so basically what we're saying is that uh, the majority of the population could just go fuck off <laughs> and humanity could still advance as long as the right people were still in place. I think I was trying to find a less crude way to say that, but yeah, <laughs> but, I think that, I mean, I'm in that, I, oh, yeah. I'm not putting people down. I'm in that I, 90% oh, of people I, who could just disappear. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, 100%. no one needs me around to do my job. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if, if I pop out and I can't support some software anymore, you know who can? The people who made the software. <laughs> yeah. I'm not integral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not either. So, yeah, don't do not don't see this as me putting down any sort of like no anybody in any sort of position because yeah, I'm right there with you. People would care more, and people have cared more when there are a shortage of fast food workers. Oh, than if I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> oh, the dude who is like the literally the only person who works the Taco Bell drive-through oh, that I man. go to, like on multiple on multiple mornings in a week, I will go to the same Taco Bell and get breakfast. And there's always this one same guy who's like the only guy working the drive-thru in the mornings. And if that guy disappeared, I guarantee more people would be upset than if I just suddenly disappeared <laughs> yeah, from man. my job. Like, like 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, Little Caesars over here has one person that works at it. Just one guy who does everything in that little season. If he was just to disappear, there's no more yeah. $5 <laughs> just like hot and ready yeah. pizzas in this area yeah. anymore. Just like and there that. wouldn't be for a while because you can't just take anyone and just be like, make these pizzas. They'd just be like, huh, huh, <laughs> someone's got to train me. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not, yeah. No, fast food workers are, for, for the way that society functions right now, you guys are integral. So let's go back to reproduction for a minute. Okay. Because you said that the first problem that came to your mind with society moving into the metaverse would be reproduction. Now, is this actually an issue or do you think that either A, we would figure out a way to facilitate reproduction as in like these two people hooked up in the metaverse, they've accepted the mating agreement in the metaverse or whatever, and we're going to take this and stick it with this, and we're going to make another human and pop it out in some sort of, like, <laughs> I don't know, incubation machine or something. Or the other alternative is, would the people running this machine just decide that all these people who are hooked up to it don't really aren't really that important and just let them start dying off? Oh, my God. Okay. So, situation number one, two people hook up in the metaverse, and now you have the situation where you can either go get sperm from the man and the egg from the woman, if the two people who hooked up are of male and female gender, um, and then combine it, make a baby, and now what do you do with that baby? Now what do you do? With what do you <laughs> do with true. the baby? That's true. Who's Can you care hook of the it? baby up to the metaverse? It, it has to develop it, it, well, somehow. It, so now you have a baby. Do you just jack it Shit. into the metaverse? Does it get a choice in any of this situation? What? Now you have no. This I think big dilemma. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. I I think I know how this would probably work. They're gonna take these babies. Uh -huh. They're gonna hook them into the metaverse. Obviously. 
immediately because they're not just going to have people in the metaverse creating kids and then just dump them on some sort of mother outside or whatever and just have them take care of it because that doesn't seem like it makes any sense. Why would you want to have your metaverse baby if it's not going to be in the metaverse with you? Right. So they're going to have to hook it back up to the metaverse. Now, here's what here's where I think that's going to go, though. They're going to keep the baby hooked up to the metaverse. They're going to feed it all the things it needs to develop uh-huh. and stuff. And they're going to stick all these metaverse kids into like a school-like training program yeah. where they suss out the most intelligent and capable metaverse children. And if they're like especially gifted, they might like be like, hey, want to come to reality and help us fly to the distant reaches of the universe? Okay, but... Y- We've we've talked about how once you're in the metaverse, you can't come out. So how are they doing this? Are they using that equipment that they use for people <laughs> to visit? And like they're ooh, so that's I mean that's a good question. Yeah, I mean you could do that. You could have the visiting system hooked up to to them. Um, man, you could have what the, this brings in. This brings in so many like questions, like. If if you have a child and you're like, okay, so you're going to stay hooked up to this machine 16 hours a day, experiencing this world, but not really feeling what the world is like, the other eight hours you're sleeping, and like, now you're living, now you're having them grow up in a life that has just like, like, dull experience. Like, it's, it's just not yeah. as vibrant as the real world right. or the metaverse. The real world or the metaverse is going to be extremely shocking to them when they eventually actually get hooked yeah. up to it. You would be fucking these kids. I, I man, I don't know. That's so hard. I I feel like you either put them in and they stay or they don't come in like when they're born. I feel like yeah. I feel like a metaverse family has a meta baby. You don't you don't Oh, like it doesn't even exist? Oh, no, that's not what I was getting at. I was getting at it's a real person, but like it gets immediately jacked But how would they even know? Oh, shit. Wow, so that brings up a whole well, other moral conundrum. But though. you got to like, keep you got to keep the number of people in civilization to a certain uh size, right? Cuz you're going to want people reproducing. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? That brings up the second question. Why? That's a good point. If they can't come out, then why are they needed? This is just this, <laughs> which ha- brings up a very dark scenario. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it does. A very dark scenario where that maybe they to save resources, they just start killing people off and why replacing not? them with NPC versions of themselves, and nobody that's in the metaverse knows. You would have no idea. You'd have no this idea. This now could be a way for the governments to kill off overpopulation. Yeah. So that's the moral that's a moral conundrum and that was actually back when oh. I said there were two questions that I had and the first one was like the the moral responsibility that people have for like helping society and stuff. The second thing was the people that run the metaverse now just have basically unlimited control over these people. And what they perceive. Oh, God. So. Oh, Yeah, that's an issue. No. Oh. Matt, there's so much to go into here. <laughs> there's so, yeah. there's so much. There's so much, man. Oh, we haven't, there's, there's just shit we still haven't touched on from, like, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. holy fuck. Uh, um, now I'm scared to agree to this. 
<laughs> and jump into the metaverse? <laughs> now, like, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, like, like 45 minutes into this episode, we've maybe just completely <laughs> changed our minds. I'm not oh, convinced wow. that I don't want to do this. No, yet. it still sounds awesome if it if it was utopic and like yeah. people did what they said, which maybe in the beginning it would be. I would totally do it. But let's let's be honest, a hundred years down the road, some shit might be getting to the point where it's like, why are we keeping these people alive? Oh yeah. Why are we doing this? Oh, yeah. Why are we wasting these resources? But the thing is, if I'm in there and the people I'm interacting with if they're killing them on the outside and replacing them with NPCs, if I don't know, does it really matter? Not to you. But now, see, now we're getting... From a moral perspective, it's probably wrong. It's probably well, from wrong. From a moral perspective, I would say it's definitely wrong. Yeah. But this, to me, gets into other topics that you have to start taking into consideration when you're just ending people's lives out of nowhere i think that the ending people's lives to save resources thing is it like that's a whole discussion in and of itself sure and we can talk about that uh, we can, maybe we can talk about that a different time but i think another problem that this whole issue brings up is like the morality or does it bring up concerns to you that now whatever entity is controlling this machine is just controlling people's perception of everything. They're now just in charge of the reality that people are experiencing. Well, and does that stop you from wanting to sign up? So the thing is, if there's if there's one entity controlling it, that that immediately becomes an issue. If there's multiple entities contributing to it, it that becomes less of an issue, right? So if you are in this metaverse and you've got Facebook, Google, uh, and then like you've got game companies like Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo and they're all contributing to this metaverse thing and you can hop around, it becomes a lot harder for one entity to control it. But if there is a single yeah. entity that controls that hardware and that implants like process, they're going to have the ability to override all of that and be like, boom, you're now here. You're now experiencing this. And so, yeah. And, and well, and, and down that path, they could set this whole thing up to be like, now we control all these people's perception. And what, what does that look like when a company suddenly takes things over or buys out all these other companies and now they control all these people's perceptions? But well, does it actually matter? I mean, I guess not. I have an I have an issue with where I think this could go. And uh-huh. I think the problem that you just described is basically the divide in politics that we experience every day, which is on one side you have a free market and capitalism and stuff where companies are individually in charge of different aspects of this thing and their competition with one another keeps a single entity from being able to make all of the decisions, which means that people get more freedom and they have the ability to choose. Now, in real life, we've seen that that doesn't always work out. That typically what ends up happening is that one player dominates a space because they win out and they do it better than everybody else. And then they get so powerful that basically nobody else can compete with them. Right. And then what starts happening at that point is the quality of the product starts degrading mm-hmm. because now they've become so powerful that it doesn't really matter what they do anymore. 
Yeah. So you end up in the first situation through, or you end up in the situation where one entity is controlling everything. It just takes longer to get there. Right. Now, there's something to be said. There, I think there's still something to be said for the idea of different players competing in the space and not having one entity controlling everything. But what makes you more uncomfortable? Does the idea of these corporations controlling your reality for profit and competing with each other and the potential for one of those players to gain control over the others and then ultimately end up dominating your reality in search of profit, Make does that make you more uncomfortable? Or does just starting out from the get-go with one entity that's already in control of the situation that has made some base agreement to not make every day a living hell in search of profits. Like, what makes you more uncomfortable? Because this could, this whole situation could arise in two different ways, yeah. right? This could be a thing that, a platform that is set up for places, for companies or developers or whatever to make money. Or it could be like a nonprofit program that's actually set up by a government or something in an effort to reduce the resources that society as a whole is using because if people are more efficient plugged into this thing than they are living their everyday lives that could be incentive enough for a government entity or something to just set this thing up and make it good enough to convince people to hook themselves up to it man okay lots to unload there um i if if this was a government-ran program, I would almost definitely not want to sign up. Um, government-ran <laughs> okay. programs usually don't go amazingly well. Um, just historically, when a government decides to do something with a lot of people, not usually a good thing. Um, that's just that's just history. It's usually corrupt in some yeah, way, anyway. Yeah, that's just history being history. Most governments are pretty corrupt in general. Um, let's just get that out front and, you know, most governments have a lot of corruption in them. Doesn't matter which government we're talking about. Most of them have a lot of corruption in them. Uh, they're out for profit, just like any company, um, which leads me back to the first point, which is if it's a single company again, nope, don't want to do it. Uh, that's a real scary situation. Your best bet is for things to work exactly how they do now, where companies compete to use you for money. That's that's reality now. That's the yeah. best way it would work in the metaverse for your safety. But things things happen in the reality as we know it now so often that one company just ends up in control of everything anyway. Look at uh, look at Facebook or Disney. look at yeah Disney. Microsoft, 90% of the population uses Windows on their computers. Look at, uh, there's a million different examples. And the thing is, the only reason that those companies aren't in total control of everything, because the government's useless at fighting it. Yeah. They, They say that they're supposed to break up monopolies and shit, and they're fucking useless at doing it. Especially in the tech space, because government is so colossally and perpetually behind technology that they're fucking useless at it. Oh, absolutely. So that wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything about it. So the only reason that Microsoft doesn't have just complete and total control over 
computers in general is because there are enough people who want to see an alternative that they take it upon themselves to make an alternative available through Linux or something like that. But in this scenario that we're proposing, that may not even be an option because this player is in control of your life and ability to do anything. Shit, yeah. (laughs) Shit, fuck. Oh, shit, my weed. Oh, God, man. Oh. I think I would feel most comfortable if this was to start tomorrow with multiple companies involved. If it reaches that point where it all becomes monopolistic, hopefully I'm dead by that point. (laughs) <laughs> so you're just you're just hoping that it stays good enough for the next 50 years and <laughs> right the, the the initial question was would i would i go in yeah so yeah that's 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 where i i think we should end it is like with all the things and the issues we've discussed if this happened tomorrow somehow would you sign up if i would sign up if multiple companies were contributing and it wasn't just controlled by a government so your answer is yes would i move into the metaverse tomorrow yeah, I, I if it was if Zuckerberg was selling me his version of the metaverse and it was no, absolutely not. I'd t- I'd tell I'd tell him to go fuck himself. If a government if a government was putting on the program, I think so. Probably. If it was like a Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony competition, I don't know. I'd just have to visit for a while with a little visa. And just feel it out. I don't know that I'm willing to jump into that. Really? So your your most likely jump in would be with a government? Yeah. Interesting. I think so. Interesting. I think because the thing is, if there's not really any financial incentive for them to do it, which, I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere along the way, but there's not as much of a financial incentive as there is for a corporation. The thing with a government program is that they have to make it good enough that you want to be there to begin with. So it ha- it at least has to start out real good. I mean, how are you going to experience it to know if it's good or not until you're there? Well, you, if if you can visit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, the visiting doesn't know. give a It's really chance. difficult to say whether I would just flip this switch or not. Cuz at the beginning in the in the utopian like perfect scenario that we initially described, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yes. But now that we've just we've thought through all these like philosophical <laughs> issues and the downfalls of this potential scenario, yeah, yeah, I'm just... real uncomfortable with the idea of somebody else controlling my reality and what I perceive on a day to day basis. Yeah, it sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. And the other thing so. is technology almost never works consistently. Right. That's yeah. So I think I started. <laughs> Yeah, I think I started out on team yes and I ended up on team no. Yeah, I I think I'm just on team no. That's man, I think it would be really cool, but there are so many pitfalls. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's hard for me cuz I would want to do it, it, it for the experiences. Riding on yeah. a dragon's back would be cool as fuck, but if I could potentially end up being like butt fucked by pineapple Satan for <laughs> 50 years, that's really scary. That's a really scary thing to just potentially live through. And yeah. Oof. Yeah. Or you could wake up every morning and 
sections of your reality could be blocked behind paywalls. Oh, something. my God. Oh, for fuck's sake. You're right. <laughs> like, in today's, like, in the real world, even if you're homeless and have no money or anything, there's, I mean, somebody's going to stop you from doing something at some point, but by and large, you can still just generally walk around and, like, exist. Yeah. And in this reality, you may not even be able to do that. That would, suck. That would absolutely suck. That would that would be terrible. <sighs> yeah, man. Money's a bitch. Money, money, <laughs> money's a bitch. Money's evil, and and it ruins everything. So I guess, man, yeah, no. If we're not living in a utopian society, this would be a hard thing to agree to. And now I'm on team. Yeah, Mo. I think. Fuck. Yeah, I think the only situ- the only situation where this works is where it's put on by a government program or something, and nobody has to have any money to participate. And there's some alter ulterior reason why they're doing it yeah but then like you said you have to you have to put your faith in the government program to be run correctly or to not just be corrupt in some way anyway yeah and that and not just be finding some way to use everybody hooked into it as slave laborers yeah or not just like bringing people into this and like put them in giant like internment camps and then like taking their livers out for some reason or some shit yeah which gets into a whole other thing, but... Yup. Oh, shit. Well... <laughs> shit, fuck. Shit, fuck my weed. Um, I, I think at this point, uh, if you're listening to this episode of Unplanned Potency, you should reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram uh, and let us know what you think. Would you jump into the metaverse under what circumstances would you jump into the metaverse and uh have we changed your mind on whether or not you'd like to jump into the metaverse yeah tell us tell us that tell us uh if if you can think of some way to fix the issues that we've proposed in this episode let us know and also just let us know how we're doing in general if you've listened to this episode or if you've listened to multiple episodes let us know what you did like what you didn't like uh, you can DM us on any of our socials or whatever, and yeah, just give us some feedback. Yeah, that would be appreciated. And uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>